Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Friends Talking Friends. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Chrissy. And we just watched the one with the sonogram at the end. Episode 2. Episode 2. So, first up is the Friends Fast 15. Katie, do you have a timer ready? Yes. No, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you Let's ready see for if this? I can. Mm-hmm. Maybe. All right. Are you ready? On your mark. Get set. Go. So we start off. Monica's cleaning the apartment frantically because her parents are coming over. Her parents are mean. And then Ross finds out that his uh, ex-wife is pregnant. That's all that happened in the whole episode. <laughs> I got I panicked. Ten point six. It's super hard to do it in fifteen seconds. Mm-hmm. I know. It is. I was thinking like when I came up with this whole like fifteen second thing, I was like, it's only twenty four minute episodes. It'll be fine. They jam so much. They do. It's a lot of characters. A lot of stuff going on. There really is. I was thinking like thirty seconds will be too long. I don't think it would be. But this is a challenge, so... Yeah, that's the point, I guess. We are going to do it. Why can't I just use yours? Because I have notes. No, you're not allowed, Didn't ma'am. say that. No. Nope. <laughs> you are not allowed to use did notes you, Wait, for did these. you make notes yeah. when you were watching? Yes. Oh. You can use that when we talk about the synopsis next, but you can't use that for the fa- Friends Fast 15. Who made this rule? We're Me. making it now. All right. Ready? Set. Go. Uh, Monica and Ross's parents are coming to visit and she's freaking out and then Ross finds out he's going to have a kid with his ex-wife and it's awkward but then here's the heartbeat and it's cute and uh yep that's all I got where were you at? 14.2 most of that was you going uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't try to absorb too much of it because I wrote notes but you know whatever you should always absorb friends mm-hmm Chrissy, are you ready? It's so hard for me. We recognized that the last episode, but I'll try. All right. I'm All right. Ready. I'm ready. Ready? Yes. Go. Find out that Ross is going to be a father from his ex-wife. Um, Rachel's got to give back the ring to Barry. Oh, and yeah. his parents, or Monica and Ross's parents come for dinner. She's freaking out. And the end. Is 11 point. No, all right. All right. <laughs> I mean, I missed a couple things, but. That's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Characters. So we don't... Well, I guess we do meet some new characters, right? We meet Monica and Ross's parents. Judy and Jack Geller. They're the worst kind of parents, in my opinion. (laughs) I feel like this episode gives them... Like, they are very... This is like a big... I can't think of the word I'm looking Exaggerating mm. thing. Because, yes, they are critical for the rest of the series, but I feel like this really sets the tone. Especially Judy, the mom. Oh, don't be like that. She's very picky with Monica, with like her hair and the boyfriends and whatever, but they're very loving and proud of Ross. So they're just like one extreme to the other with the kids, I feel. 
even when Monica's trying to, like, have Ross explain his, you know, finally something insane happened in his life, and yet it's still her fault somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. This song made me think that Taylor Swift wrote the song The Man for Monica. That's probably an accurate thing. Because, yeah. yes. Like, when she was, like, when Taylor says in the song, when everyone believes you, what's that like? Mm-hmm. I was like, God, I just feel for Monica. Doesn't matter what she says. Or does. It's just, like, Ross is the be-all and end-all of the fam. Well, like, the quote in that part was, like, as far as my parents are concerned, Ross is the king. Apparently, there was a big ceremony before I was born. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, I felt for her. Um, And then we, like, add to Monica's character a little bit. She's a little OCD. With her cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. But if you had a mom like that, too, man... I loved when she, like, they were making fun of her for fluffing the pillows, but then her mom actually did fluff one of the pillows. Like, this isn't good enough. Yep, that sounds about (laughs) right. Like, Monica just knew, like, she's going to see this and she's going to say something, but didn't matter. Yeah. Poor Monica. I feel like um, we saw a little bit more of Ross's, like, the same thing we talked about last week with... He's a little bit real. He's got a lot going on. There's a lot of emotions going. So that continued with him this, this He's sensitive. Episode. Yes, very much so. Shows more. And and we met his wife yep. and her girlfriend. Yep. So Carol and Susan, we met them this um, episode. They will be coming around a little bit more throughout the series, so that's kind of cool. We'll get to see them. So as a half of a same-sex marriage. I don't like them. Okay. That's my opinion. I think that it's a poor representation for us. I think that, like, the fact that the, the girlfriend seems very, like, resistant to Ross really, like, having anything to do with the baby really bothers me because I mean he is the father and it's not like she's treating him as if he was like a known donor when in reality he had a relationship with this woman they were married so like have they have every right to have gotten pregnant even if he you know like yeah it was bad timing because it was the end of their relationship but it still happened and they were still married and they were still thing So the fact that she basically, like, just wants him to provide the sperm and move on really bothers me because I just feel like it kind of, like, paints this light of, you know, she's ungrateful in a way or she is... Controlling. Controlling, overtaking the relationship, like, pushing Ross out, not being a nice person about it. I mean, I don't know, like what it turns into but at this moment in time I'm like super not a fan of her I just think that it doesn't paint a fair picture and it might be because Ross is like you can clearly see he's very jealous of her yeah which he has got a right to be I mean sure like you know but he's very jealous so I don't think and maybe she's playing off on that as well yeah Um, but yeah I, I agree actually I never really thought about that in that way but yeah she's very 
She doesn't really want anything to do with him, and she's kind of stuck, though. Like, but, like, out of respect, she needs to, you know? And it's like, she's not under. I don't, this is just what I'm taking from, you know, like, the five-minute scene that she had, but she's not really taking into consideration the fact that this really is his child. She just wants, like, like, why, why would Ross not have a say in the name of his child? Or, like, why would Ross not have a say in any decision-making thing when it's his blood? Yeah. His DNA. It's, I'm not saying she doesn't have a say. Obviously she does, because she's going to be, like, a parent in this child's life in one form or another. But so is Ross. Again, yeah, like, just he's not, yeah, he's not, like, a sperm donor. <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's basically, like, what she's treating him as, as is, like, Oh, well, he just, like, provided the sperm, and we're going to have this child, and it's going to be, you know, ours. Yeah, she's kind of forgetting the part that, yeah, they were married, so... So, like, he's going to be the father. He's going to be in this child's life, and, and she's going to have to get over it. They gave him that choice, too. So if you're going to open that up to somebody, and if they say yes, well... Then you have to be open to it. Right. Absolutely. Well, I don't really think she has a choice either way. Like, he has to be. It's, again, not like he was just... Oh, I'm just gonna provide this. No big deal. They were married. They were married couple. Right. When this happened. Right. So, they got to deal with it. Good thought. Good thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, really all the new characters, though. Uh, we also met um, Barry. Ex, oh right. Uh, Ra- or uh, Rachel's ex fiance. What a jerk. What a piece of something. So, <laughs> so for anyone who's been was watching that last episode, we we. Saw Barry. This is the guy that Rachel left at the altar. And we meet him. He's an orthodontist. And, um... He's very, um... I don't know. Barry is just kind of a jerk, I guess. And in the most part. Because they, you know... Rachel comes in to give back the ring. And he's working at the office. And he was like, I'm good. I'm fine. Um... You know, I, I got plugs in my hair i got contact <laughs> lenses i'm now i'm went to, i went to our honeymoon with your maid like with your reign of honor at our wedding and now we're dating and i'm in love with her now and i'm good now so hey thanks yeah he thanks how, her for it yeah how long has it been um i think it's like a month they a mentioned month. Yeah. yeah he says okay. a month which is kind of crazy in my opinion but you kind of learn and and he'll come back around in a little bit and you'll kind of learn a little more about him but yeah, he's kind of a jerk, and um, I'm glad that she, because she's a cutie pie, so I'm glad that she <laughs> moves on from him. That wasn't yeah. for her. He wasn't the right one for her, in my opinion. He just seems very arrogant, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm good, no big deal. Thanks for giving me the ring back that Mindy would never settle for. Right, like, exactly. How crazy <laughs> is that? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, which is, wow, crazy. Like, so you don't want to give Rachel the best? All right. Teddy just fell. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy as in their cat. Yep. Um, I think that's all the characters we meet. Am I, am I right, guys? A uh, special shout out to the kid in the orthodontist chair. Hilarious. Uh, yeah, kid's amazing. He comes back again, which is what? great. He does come back. He does, he does awesome. come back, uh, which is awesome. But he's just like the kid just sitting there watching the whole conversation happen between <laughs> Barry and Rachel. And he's just like watching and like, all right, this... 
and they kind of show him in the picture, like in the screen, and he's just making faces and like nodding his head. Yeah. Excuse me. Fix it. Jeez. But yeah, it's actually pretty funny. But I think that's all the characters. Like, I'm trying to think. What about um, the actual the the main six? If we learn any more. We don't really learn too much more about uh, Phoebe. We do learn that she's that she's a twin. Uh, oh yeah, she's a twin sister. They don't really talk too much. And she's uh, identical. Identical twins, and she's she a waitress. Yeah, <laughs> identical <laughs> twins, but they don't see it. And she's a waitress. So we learn a little bit more about Phoebe. She's still the same though. A little bit funky. A little bit weird. Um, Joey is about the same. You kind of get a little bit of his dumbness here though, and like a little bit. A little bit, and he's like. This episode really doesn't focus on him at all. I feel yeah, like there's very little of him like in this episode. Super just a side character in this episode. Yeah. For sure. This is like all Monica, Ross, and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then Chandler, we don't really learn about him at all either. Again, in this episode, he, he's just known as the funny one for now. Mm-hmm. He had a good one liner in the beginning, but I can't remember what it was now. About like, kissing? Maybe. No, it was after that when they were in the apartment and Monica was cleaning. I don't remember. I don't know. He just makes me laugh. Anything yeah, he the says kitchen with Dinah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that was> it. <laughs> so we. What's the next synopsis? Oh, which synopsis. we've basically been doing. But. We have been doing. Um, so. I guess the beginning is um, they talk about like kissing and sex in the beginning of it, and I feel like in the beginning of the next of the first season is them. Like, when they first open the show, it's a lot of them just chit-chatting about literally anything and everything, which is kind of cool because you kind of see what the relationship is like just BSing. Yeah. Yes. I like that. It's very relatable. It's like a nice way to ease you into the episode because it basically makes you feel like you're just, like, a part of their group and they're just having a conversation. Yeah. And it makes you feel good. Yeah. Like you're on the other side of the couch. You know? Like, I could be having this conversation with my friends, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. you totally could. So, that was kind of a cool... They, they start doing that quite a bit, which is great. But, yeah, we also mentioned that, um, you know... Ra- oh, we find out that Ross is a paleontologist in this episode. Yes. We find oh, out yeah. what he does. In my notes, I wrote historian. <laughs> um, I mean, that's fine, because they weren't actu- they didn't even actually give no, an actual name for it. like, a title, yeah. So, like, we know that he works in a museum, he mentions dinosaurs... And that's pretty much all that they mention. So, but he is a paleontologist who works at a museum. We know that Monica's a chef. We learned that in the first episode. Phoebe is a masseuse. Mm-hmm. Rachel works at the coffee house. She's a waitress. Joey's an actor. And Chandler, we don't, we don't know what Chandler does yet. We'll find out. I remember what he did, but that was so funny. The ball paper. Oh yeah! I got me. <laughs> oh yeah! When Monica was cleaning, well, it was in my I pocket crumpled up and this crumpled piece of up. paper, and now I want to die. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that was God. great. But yeah, uh, Monica's getting. We learned more about her and her crazy maniac cleaning, which is pretty much the details that we learn. Yeah. Yeah, this episode made me, like, really wonder why people think that I'm like Monica, because I am so not OCD in any way, shape, or form. She's definitely a clean freak, and we'll (laughs) we'll learn that more and more, which is funny. Just come over to my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, hmm? thoughts on the episode. Um, I've seen this one before. 
I realized. Oh. So have I. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if it was, like, maybe I maybe I did watch more than one episode. I don't know. We'll find out the next one if I've seen number three or not. But, um, yeah, I've definitely seen this one because I very vividly remembered the Barry scene. Um... I remember and the, the sonogram, kind of, the yeah, sonogram yeah. and the berry scene. I was like, "Oh, I I have seen this one." I don't. So I don't. I I guess I don't know how many episodes I got through, but um, yeah, I I I liked this episode. I think that it solidifies Ross as my favorite. Still, um, I just like feel for him so far. Like in every episode, I'm just like, "Yeah, like you're just so relatable." Not that I have, like, the, the issues that he does, but it's just, like, you he's really real. feel his emotions because he does a really good job at portraying what he's feeling. He's very open about them, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and which is uncommon for a man, especially in that time. Like, in the 90s, like, for men to be sensitive, I feel like it's still, it's still not really even, like, fully accepted in society now. It's getting better. Um, but, like, men and sensitivity don't mesh, especially with TV shows. Like, it's just, like, not a thing. And so I appreciate that they showed that with Ross. Because, like, guys that are listening, it's okay to be sensitive. And I actually, like, really appreciate whenever I meet a guy and he is sensitive. Not that, like, I would ever date one, but, you know... (laughs) (laughs) as a friend like having guy friends that are sensitive and understand emotions is like basically impossible to come by so whenever you do come by it it's really refreshing and nice and it just makes them feel more real like what we've been saying about ross so you're a human you feel feels it's okay yeah exactly feel your feels and i just feel like i think it's really um cool that friends had a character like that in the 90s for sure. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. So, because, like, we did also, you know, like, they have Joey, womanizer Joey, but then, like, polar opposite of the spectrum, Ross. You know what I mean? So. And they all kind of get. Somebody. Yeah, and they all kind of get together. Right. Or, or get along together well, which is cool. It's They're all so different, but Do they're Ross all. Do Ross and Joey of, get together? <laughs> I was like, what am I saying? <laughs> That's not right. Um, so, yeah, I, re- I really liked it. Um, I'm interested to see, like, more of this relationship with Ross and his ex-wife with the baby and, like, where that goes. Because I don't know or recall any, like, information that I know about Friends, just, like, my limited knowledge of it, with, like, Ross being a father. So I'm curious where that goes. Great. What are your thoughts on the episode, Kate? Um, I liked it, of course. It made me laugh, as so far, two for two, right? <laughs> um, for a second episode, I like that it's got, like, already a really deep storyline. Like, yeah. Like, you find out, like, Ross is going through this crazy thing, you know? Like, his ex-wife. Like he's got some shit going on. Yeah, his ex-wife is pregnant. Oh, and she also has a lady friend, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just lot. got deeper. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see where that goes. And it just solidified that Chandler's still my favorite because he's just... He's great, and you, you learn more like about him, too. The zingers. limited knowledge of Chandler, he's still holding strong. Mm-hmm. The zingers, man, he just tickles my funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, being a longtime friend, I really thought about who's my favorite and who's my least favorite, and I really can't pick... Like, I love them all, like, 
I can't pick out anyone, one or the other, even still. I wonder so if we'll cool. get to that. I don't not like any of them, so yeah. there's that. Yeah, true. But yeah, I am favorite. able at this point to be like, now Ross all the way. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Awesome. It felt really short for some reason. It did. This one felt a lot shorter than we the all, pilot. Yeah, we all said that when it was over. We're like, oh. I was like, oh, it's over. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's go podcast. It went, it went, it went really fast. And, like, normally I just watch these, like, for funsies. Like, it's one of my shows I throw on to, like, like relax or whatever. Background. and Like, background, yeah. And it's like, oh, that seemed to go a lot faster when, like, tonight than usual when I throw mm-hmm. it on. I don't know why. Maybe that's because I was more into it and, like, paying very close attention or something. I don't know. Maybe we had it on two times speed. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, Where does this rank for you? I know we're only on two, but, like, do you particularly like this episode, or is it just kind of, like, fades in with the rest? Hmm, that's a good question. I like this episode in in the fashion sense. This sounds really (laughs) ridiculous, but hear me out. So, we find out, like, especially Rachel, she wears, like, that overalls with, like, a tank top underneath. I like her overalls. And whatever. So, like, so we find, like, this is, like, one of her first outfits that's going to be very iconic for Rachel and you'll find out especially in the first earlier seasons she has quite the fashion you and in the hair like the Rachel hair was such such a big deal and then, like how it's dyed uh no or how like her cut. cut her cut She's which comes nice over more hair. in like season two mm-hmm. in the end of season one that's when like the Rachel cut was like a big deal but like you'll find out even now like if you go online and search it and stuff like Rachel's outfits are pretty amazing. <laughs> and then we feel we find this is such a weird thing. But we find like Phoebe's wearing like she wears a lot of long skirts and mm-hmm. um her hair's very long and like kind of hippie-ish. Very hippie-ish, which which kind of helps her character along. And um you know the the guys are pretty standard. Ross's ties were on point this episode. <laughs> yeah, she had a giant tie. It was so wide and I was like, Made me think "Oh of my like god, Fred Flintstone ties." Yes, it was yeah. huge. I was like, "Oh, holy 90 tie, Batman." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. wow. But um so yeah, I I like that episode cuz it's starting to come out like their their clothes match their personality starting here. But this episode is I wouldn't say it's on my favorite list. Doesn't mean I don't like it, but it's not on my favorites. The only reason I like it is A, the fashion, and B, we find out a little bit like Ross is, has, Ross is going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And we kind of put closure to Barry and Rachel. We kind of start putting closure to that. You know, like what happened to them? Well, they kind of help you out to make a closed storyline to them. So, yeah, that's what I feel about that episode. Do we want to keep, like, a running ranking of the episodes, like, as we go? So, like, does episode two beat the pilot? You know what I mean? Yeah. I would say it does to me. For me, it does. What do you think? I'll say yes, because that has more depth. And it, it, it was still funny. Mm. I think so, because, like, the, I, I like I like the sonogram scene. Like, as annoying as it is to me with, like, her girlfriend character, I love Ross in that scene. Um, and it's just, like, funny, like, whenever he, like, takes the, the baby out of, like, the little display and he drops, he, like, flings it across the room. Yeah, he's just so nervous. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, yeah, this is better than the pilot so far. Awesome. 
So we're going to do some facts on the episode. I think we started this last last week. Friends facts. <gasps> we're gonna do that forever now. <laughs> That's uh, has been decided right now. Um, so a couple different things uh, for this episode. So the this is the first episode where clips of the show were put into the credits. So I noticed that. Yes. Yeah, so as we saw in the pilot episode, they just did like. The fountain scene where they were like playing in the water and like mm-hmm. being silly with each other. Did they um, get in trouble with the law? And they, they did had to not stop that? actually. <laughs> um, if you uh, listen to the DVD commentary, um, I believe it was Marta Kaufman and David Crane who were the writers of this um, of the series. They say that they thought that the fountain scenes in the credit looked quote quote too cool. Um, <laughs> so like. The clips of the show were added instead so the viewers could familiarize themselves with the friends. So, like, they thought, like, them dancing, them being cool, splashing, whatever, they thought that that looked, quote, too cool, and, like, people couldn't relate to them as much. Like, they looked cool enough, like, I'm not that cool, I can't go do that. But, like, instead of putting, they did some of that, so they took that out. I guess I get it. So they took that out and put, you know, scenes of the show instead, and that was their rationale behind it. Hey, kids, you want to be cool? Go, go splash. Go splash. Go splash. Um, so some of the stuff that we already discussed a little bit, but this is the first episode where we meet Ross and Monica's uh, parents, Judy and Jack Geller. Um, Elliot, <laughs> Elliot Gold and Christina Pickles plays them. Uh, we actually see them all, probably all the way up to the 10th season, I'm pretty sure, so they come in and out for a while. Um, they're, like, long-time characters in the show. Uh, we also see Carol for the first time, and she's played by Anita Barone. Who's um, Carol? Uh, that's uh, Ross's ex-wife. Okay. Uh, Carol, um, this is the only s- episode where Anita Barone plays her. We will notice that uh, Jane Sabet will play her. Will play her for the rest of the series. Weird. Um, so yeah, they pick a different woman to play her. I don't know if she was unavailable at this time or Anita couldn't continue hmm. on. I'm not really sure the story behind that, but. Hope you weren't attached. But this this woman does not continue to be, yeah, Carol. Interesting. So, um, this is also the first episode, which we did not mention, but we, technically we we meet Gunther for the first time. We don't necessarily have him talk, but he's actually in the episode. Gunther is a worker that is at Central Perk. So, oh. he works with Rachel. We will get to know him quite a bit later on. But this Are they going to f- be a thing? No. Oh, I shouldn't be saying that. But, <laughs> but no. Don't answer my question. <laughs> um, so we do see Gunther. We maybe I don't even know if you guys even noticed seeing him at all. No. Um, but that was the first show where we see him. Um, we also hear about Ugly Naked Guy. We hear yes. him, we hear him about him in this episode for the first time as well. So <laughs> he is gonna come back and it's basically ugly naked guy is basically the guy that they stare at through the window who I'm assuming is ugly and is naked hmm. in all those times and they just stare at him and poke fun yeah that's eye master he did yes I like how they all lean and they're like oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um we, this is also the first episode to feature Chandler's way of speaking um so it's a long time joke in the series of like how he talks like could I be more any, you know, any more enthused or like, so that way of his talking is started here and we, it yeah. continues on, which is kind of funny. I like um, it. What else? 
here. Oh, there's one goof that I mentioned, or that they mentioned, I should say. So in the last episode, in the pilot, if you remember, Rachel was talking to Barry on the phone, or I guess his answering machine, at the end of the episode, and she says, you know, I, you know you're going to find someone one day to be Mrs. Barry Finkel, but it's not me. It's, you know, whatever. So to today in the second episode, we, f- we say that his name is Barry Farber. Oh. Because when he gets paged, he goes, Dr. Farber, you know, so-and-so is gagging or whatever. And so that was a goof on there. So it wasn't, his last name is Farber, it is not Finkel. Interesting. So Weird. That's a, yeah. Who's writing this stuff? <laughs> um, and actually, there's another a, a goof that is not that big of a deal, but uh, Monica's parents state that she had no friends as a child, but we do find out that her and Rachel were childhood friends mm. and high school friends, so that's kind of funky. Be like, what do you mean? Maybe they didn't like Rachel, so they just like put her out of their mind. That could be. Also that makes me be. like them even less. Katie is not a fan. I mean, I'm not either, so it's mm-hmm. fine. Um, I that's all the facts I have on this episode, actually. Sweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you want me to hypothesize? Let's hypothesize. Gunther and Rachel are going to get together. Oh, my oh God. apparently I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe she's lying to you. I could be. Maybe they actually do. Hmm. Could be. Hmm. Well, I'm going to hypothesize that. Ross and Carol's baby does not get named Minnie. <laughs> um, As in mouse. <laughs> <laughs> or Julia. Or what are the names that they say? Oh, Marlon. Helen. Marlon. Helen. Uh, Helen yep. Geller. <laughs> okay, that's another thing that bothered me. The baby's last name should be, should have Geller in it. If it should be I hyphenated agree. with Geller. There should I be that It can be hyphenated, him. that's yes. fine. But it should be Geller, or what, and then whatever Keller's last name is. Carol. <laughs> Carol. Carol. <laughs> Willick. Willick. Yes. Yeah, he so should, should have the Geller option of Willick. having it in there. I mean, you're coming into a relationship that was already set. Like, right. I mean, that's, that's, that's a tough one. I don't know. But yeah, I agree that he should at least have a name in there. I mean... Yeah. It's I mean, still it's his, his child, His too. child, so... But It's his child before the girlfriend's child. I mean, not that there's, like, a, I mean, there's kind of a hierarchy, but not, because, like, I get that she's going to be a parent. Well, it's just disrespectful to automatically write yes. him out of the equation, especially That's when you say, exactly hey, do you want to be in this child's life right. or not? Yes, you do? Okay, well, yeah. now we have some decisions to make, instead of, like, well, we already picked this and this, and we're going to do it this it's way. It's like, hold on, this is my kid, too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it was funny, because he made a, there was a quote that's pretty, like, a famous-ish one from this episode, and then uh, Ross says... You know, wait a minute. Why is she in the title? Like, what for? Why does she have the last name? And Susan says, because it's my baby too. And he says, well, that's funny. I don't remember you making any sperm. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, he's got a point, though. Right. I, I mean, sorry. I think he's got a point there, though. They're but, all being unfair to each other, to be honest. Well, they're not being very nice. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for Carol in a way because she's playing referee. Mm-hmm. That's Kinda a good like point. Cat and mousey between the two of them. And they're, I yeah. don't know. Be adults. I, I, right. Even Ross too. Like be an adult. Yes. I know it's hard. I'm sure it's hard for him on on that. But like, this is the what. This is what it's gonna be. Whether you play the game or not, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also like. I just want to see. 
I think I said this in the last episode. But maybe I didn't. I don't know. I, I want to see Rachel just, like, have one of, have a moment where she can just be like, yeah, Barry, look at this. I'm, I'm happy and I'm fine. Like, screw you, basically. Mm-hmm. It was really irked me. You know, it's one thing that he gets together with her maid of honor. Like, that's kind of at this point, it's been a month, like, whatever. But the fact that you took her on your honeymoon to Aruba. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like. That was like a slap in the face. Right. What like, was so. Going on, man? Did you guys have a thing? Right. Because that was literally like they were going to leave that night yeah. to go to Aruba. Yeah. Yep. They were. So crazy. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd also like to meet Mindy. That would be interesting. You going to give anything away there? I can't give anything away anymore. <laughs> I feel like I give away too much. <laughs> we have some listeners, I'm sure, that have not seen the entire series, so I should probably stop saying stuff. Sorry. Okay. Um, I think that this podcast will be interesting for people who do know a lot about it to, like, hear... Our Ooh. thoughts. Yeah, like where Kate and I think it's going to go or whatever. Oh, yeah. So If you have any thoughts, share them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I, that, I think that's all I got for hypotheses. What about you? Do you have anything to add, Katie? Um, I'm just going to predict that whenever this baby is born, that Ross does get to be a, a father. Like, everything's cool. Like, I think it's going to be... There's going to be struggles, obviously, because it's a unique, unique situation, but I think it's going to work itself out. Yeah, I think so, too. And he'll be able to play a prominent role in the kid's life. I think right now it's just fresh. Yeah. So it's... I mean, like, it's like, wh- you're trying to wrap your head around right. it, and then, like, you're in this situation where, first of all, like, he hasn't even a brand recovered new dad from breaking up. Right. Yeah. That's right. a lot. Yeah. yeah. There's that, and then he's trying to figure out, like, I'm going to be a father, and then yeah. on top of that, there's, like, a three-way situation going on, It's so like, well, I'm going to be Ross. a father, but I'm not, like, the main figure in the child's life because... Well, that's crazy, because, like, think about it, like... After you've been married with someone, they tell you, you know, we're getting divorced because of this, this, whatever. Like, okay, it's been however many, like, however long it's been. But then next thing is like, oh, yeah, you're pregnant with my baby. Oh, and by the way, they show, like, very much, like, they're very coupley to him, towards him. And it's like, that's another thing you have to deal with. You have to watch them be coupley. Like, yeah. like Susan brings her a juice. Mm-hmm. And, like, you a know. A giant juice yeah and kate was like that's the hugest juice box i've ever seen (laughs) but like you know she's very like we're the couple and you're the outsider and i'm sure that's tough for him to see yeah it's a hard pill to swallow um so what's next (laughs) famous famous quotes quotes we liked we do have some quotes here um i think phoebe's chaotic and twirly yeah that's pretty iconic monica you're scaring me <laughs> you're scaring me. You're all chaotic and twirly, but not in a good way. I love the delivery. <laughs> I like how there's a good chaotic and twirly in her to, mind. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course there is. Uh, and then Joey. Yes. So I was just gonna say. So in the beginning of the episode, we we discussed that they were talking about the kiss, a uh, kissing and sex, and like how they compare it to a concert. And so <laughs> the beginning, they were talking about well, the girl, you know, women, you guys like the opening act of the concert, you know, like the comedian before you see Pink Floyd, you know, you're <laughs> referencing sex there, obviously. So um, then they kind of use that reference over and over again to explain their reasoning. So 
you know, they're kind of teasing each other. Like, you got, you know, you girls that we came for Pink Floyd. We didn't really come for <laughs> the, the comedian. Yeah. The comedian. And so the more they talk about this way, I think the more Joey gets a little confused. So eventually he just comes out and asks, like, are we still talking about sex? <laughs> and then they all kind of look at him in a funky way, and then they, it ends the scene and it cuts. So, like, that's very iconic thing for him to say. I think that's one of the top, I think, quotes of that show, or that particular episode. Yeah. I think. It made me laugh the most, I think. <laughs> Chandler still won it for me on <laughs> the piece of paper. <laughs> now I want to die. <laughs> yep. And, like, Jack Geller, when he was, like... There are people like Ross who need to shoot for the stars. And everything going on with him, he's doing so good. And these are the people who never give... And the other people who have to stay the same. And these are the people who don't get cancer. And it's like, <laughs> okay, stop stop <laughs> talking, done. Jack. And like, like and you're he, done. He your kept going and going. Like, when you were young, you had no friends. And you just played in your room and your puzzles. You, you were fine. Books. You were fine. <laughs> like, I, you know, like, I'm so glad that you don't have to... You don't want to reach for the stars. You don't want to have it all. Thank God our baby girl doesn't need that. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, he's trying to be, like, a supportive father, and it's just failing miserably. It's, like, failing so hard. Bad. <laughs> I liked how they shot that scene, though, because you could feel Monica's, like, pain and, like... It was very creative. Because, like, they were they... talking... Yeah, talking, 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 and then spaghetti disappeared a little bit. And talking, 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 and then he's, like, mopping up the sauce with the bread. You know, like, they're going through Like, dinner. you can tell that this is going on forever. Agonizing <laughs> for her. It was very creative, yeah. Yeah, I liked how it was shot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we actually, the couple of quotes that I thought were really funny was Judy to Monica. Um, Judy being Monica and Ross's mom. She's very, like, any kind of jab she can get. She gets like she gets on it, and they're almost like we find it to be like they're mean and they're like what kind of parents are you? But it makes you laugh because like I can't believe that her mother would say such a mm-hmm. thing. Like oh my god, yeah. And it's like it makes you laugh. It's like like because she like turns on the hand vacuum, and was like oh this does work. And it's like oh my god, <laughs> like, she's why? you you see her spending like all day cleaning the apartment for them. <laughs> And she's just got to, like, pick on her and, like, fluff the pillow and, like, yeah. oh, my God. Oh, spaghetti. That sounds easy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's just, gee whiz. Thanks, Judy. Jeez. Right. Well, I was going to suggest, did we each want to, like, plug our social medias and stuff like that if people want to follow us? Sure. Sure. Um, so, first of all, Friends Talking Friends has a Facebook page, so feel free to search us on Facebook and like our page. Um, and then also, if you want to follow me, Megan, you can follow... Katie and I actually have a combined Instagram account called The Petrus Family. That's where we post the most. And on Twitter, at The Petrus Family, but I, like, suck so hard at Twitter. You've been doing really good lately. Yeah, I just, like complain about life that's what twitter is so but then also like retweet happy things like jk rowling donating 15 million pounds to ms research amazing can she donate 15 million pounds to me (laughs) (laughs) she probably has it actually i'm sure she has it but uh yeah and also if anybody oh i guess maybe i could let katie plug this what am i plugging harry potter oh if anybody likes Harry Potter, you might want to go head over to uh, Swish and Flick podcast. 
where we are basically a book club and we go chapter by chapter. Each episode's a different chapter. It's super cool, guys. Check it out. Oh, thanks. <laughs> We're just wrapping up Gobble to Fire, in case anybody's wondering. But all of our episodes are out there, so you can start from the beginning. Um, and if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram. This is Chrissy, by the way, if you haven't picked my voice out yet. <laughs> um, I'm at, what is my username? Good grief. Hmm. Uh, C Camprod, I think. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yes. So C for Chrissy, and then Camp, C-A-M-P-R-O-D, Camprod. That's my maiden name and my married name are parts of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> parts of it smushed together. Um, and are we going to have a, a Friends Talking Friends Insta page? Maybe, maybe. Tell us what you think. If, if you guys think, yeah, if there. you guys would like that, maybe we can. Because that'd be kind of cool. We could like go live on Instagram sometimes, or just keep people updated on us there. Yeah, for so, sure. We still need a sign off. I know. We need some suggestions. If you guys have any, yeah, uh, please let us know. Message us or write it on the Facebook group. We'll be yeah. happy to see. Or to hear from you. Yep. Take any suggestions. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening this week. Make sure that you watch episode three ahead of next week's Friends Talking Friends episode. Yep. And for reminders, uh, the Friends episodes can be found on Netflix still. They still have not gotten rid of those as yes. of today. But they're short. Or the end of... They are shortened by a couple minutes. So basically, on Netflix, they show the TV versions. So they cut out like a minute or two um, because they basically just did the NBC aired, mm-hmm. aired episodes. We are watching the DVD cuts, so they have the extra minute or two in there. Um, that The storyline won't be different. It's just a couple different quotes that you, I would only notice or super fans <laughs> would only notice because I've seen it a million times. Got it. Um, but yeah, guys want to keep up with us, watch on Netflix. And it'll be on some streaming service after it leaves Netflix, so someone will pick it up. I'm yeah. sure they will. I think even, does Disney own NBC? Cause if they it's own on ABC. ABC. I was so going to say, because that Disney, Disney, Plus. Disney Plus will be coming out shortly. But yeah, we will... Um, We will talk to you all next week. Yep. Keep it real, friends. See ya. Bye. Okay, now, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. We're messing with the mic. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, God. Do you want me to go now? Technical difficulties. Okay, that works. Oh, my God. We're editing this. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so, nope, I already forgot everything. Can you restart it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. No. I didn't get to do anything. <laughs> it's like you're at 10 seconds right Ross now. Ross is going to be a pop-up. That's all I got. <laughs> I took notes for a reason. That's my security blanket, and you stole it from me. There was no rule. Whatever. Start start again. That was pathetic. Yeah, I know. I tried to say that. No, I'm not. Set. Hold on. Can I look at my first note? No. I don't remember what it, it started. I'm cutting all that out, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>